Hi, I'm James P. Friel. And I'm Dean Holland. It's time to fasten your seatbelts, boys and girls. That's right. If you're an entrepreneur who's wanting to take your business to the next level and have a bit of fun while getting cutting-edge advice on your business, marketing, and sales, welcome to Just the Tips, arguably the best podcast in the entire world. I guess that's good, right? Yeah, that's good to me. All right. That was easy. That was the easiest thing we did all day. Yeah. All right, what's up, everybody? This is James P. Friel. Welcome back to another episode of Just Tips. We have a absolutely amazing show uh, planned today that I think you guys are really going to enjoy. We're joined by none other but then the Queen of Kapow. But before we get to Liz Benny, I definitely need to introduce my very regal, handsome co-host, none other than Dean Holland. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> What do you have to say for yourself, Dean? We have Liz Benny here. I know you're just as starstruck as I am. I am so excited. I think every time I speak to Liz, I come away with face pains from the smiles and the laughter. So I don't know what's about to go down or happen, but it is sure to be explosive. That's for sure. I totally agree with you. Out of all of the guests we've had so far, to me, the the next 30 minutes is most likely the most unpredictable 30 minutes that we've had on the show. I think that's a very fair statement. I agree. Liz Benny coming to us from New Zealand, the queen of Kapow. How are you today? I am absolutely Kapow. How are you guys both doing? Awesome. We're, we're, uh, we're so excited to have you here today. Even like I couldn't wait to hit the uh, record button on this, quite honestly, because even just Getting you on the air started me laughing. Like, I don't know, is that an effect you have on most people? Or is it just Dean and I? Or is it the three of us? Or what's going on with that? Well, I think I think the three of us just literally like just make everything stupid, which is wonderful, and I love that, and it's perfect. We we have a way of making the most the most like we could laugh at an ant and find something funny about an ant. I love that about us. But to be honest with you, yeah, uh, business is pretty funny. When I when I have meetings, it's just laughter, and I love that. I really really do. I think that's you know that's sort of the whole philosophy for our for this show for for Dean and I was hey. Let's make money and have a lot of fun. I think people take business way too seriously. Wait, and wait, wait. Miss out. No, no, no. Hold the phone. You guys are making money? Well, yeah, well, we generally invite people on, have a good laugh, and then ask for donations at the <laughs> yeah. end. It's, it's kind of how This it is. is sort of like a GoFundMe situation. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so when we could take your donation first, if that's what you'd prefer. Okay. Uh, we, you like we take it in denominations of $10,000. New Zealand currency? <laughs> Sure, it just have to be a little bit extra. <laughs> <laughs> and and please don't send sheep. We don't we don't accept that. Actually, <laughs> speaking of the amazing Russell Brunson, traveling a lot. By the way, Russell, we were talking about you prior to hitting record here. <laughs> don't, don't, <laughs> Which don't. is why speaking of made sense to Liz, but not to anybody else listening to the show. So this is the tone for the show, you guys. <laughs> well, we, you, it's randomness, correct? Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Quite. So um, often before traveling to America, I'll say to Russell, what do you want me to bring? And uh, he often asks for sheep. And I'm like, dude, I'm so sorry, but I can't do that. But one year I did bring him a toy sheep. You brought him a what? Hang on. Can I, can I just ask? I know this is really weird, I guess, for most listeners, but do you not have sheep in America or something? Is this something I, I don't know? 
I can actually answer that question. Would you like me to answer that question with a funny story? Yeah. Okay. So once upon a time, I was a chauffeur in Colorado. This is actually where a lot of my entrepreneurial stuff came from. Like, I uh, I fell in love with the concept of going to Colorado. I saved up. Like, I lived on $10 a week as a student over here in New Zealand. and saved up for my first ever trip over to America. And I became a chauffeur in Colorado. So a uh, chauffeur. Um, last time I said that to Americans, they were like, you were a what? A stripper. I'm like, no, I wasn't a stripper. I was a chauffeur. <laughs> driving the car not driving anything else okay so I was a chauffeur anyway it was so much fun I used to pick people up from Denver International Airport and I used to drive them to like Vail Colorado or Aspen it was so much fun so people used to ask me all the time so Liz you're from Australia and I'm like no well actually are you from Canada I'm like oh and they used to get immediately that I was actually not from Australia because I'd called them Canadian if they were American that was offensive to them so they were go okay cool well she must be from somewhere else and they're like are you from South Africa I'm like well that was a good try one more try or else you're getting out of the bus right so so anyway I'd eventually say I'm from New Zealand they were like oh New Zealand. I'm like, yeah, New Zealand. And this one day, this lady said, uh, this lady said to me, so tell me about New Zealand. And I said, well, in New Zealand, we have around, like, ratio-wise, it's 20 sheep to one person, like, ratio-wise, right? So we've got 3.14 million or 4 point something now million people in New Zealand. So ratio-wise, there were 20 sheep per person. So anyway, she was uh, she was riding shotgun and I'm, like, driving. And, and she all of a sudden went really, really quiet. I'm going, what is going on with this lady? She's about to say something stupid. And I'm like, this is not going to go down well. Anyway, so I'm driving. This isn't cool. And eventually she turns to me and she goes, so, Liz, who's cut your sheep right now? <laughs> and I'm like, no, 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 you've missed the concept. You, ratio. I don't have to. Well, actually, I'm a farm girl, but I don't even know. I don't even know how to answer that. But yes, we do have sheep in New Zealand. They do have sheep in America as well. Is that a typical way to explain the population density of a country to people based on the sheep to human ratio? <laughs> is that or is that typical just for New Zealanders? Like, because I've never once I've been all over the world and I've never said, "Oh, hey, I'm from the states where we have a one to five sheep ratio." <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with you, dude. I mean, did you not know the sheep currency? Like, come on. I uh, I got to go back and reread the 2010 sheep census. I think uh, I think I must have missed that one. So so Liz, from where the land where the sheep are, you know, for the people that aren't as fortunate to know uh, you and your genius and all the kapow that you're bringing to the world. I think they need to know, you know, what you do. Like, what does kapow even mean? Like, you just use it and everybody sort of goes along with it. And they're like, hey, yeah. In fact, uh, for the listeners, we're on uh, we're on video right now. Liz is even wearing a kapow shirt. Like, that's, it may not, uh, it may even be a tattoo. Like, I can't even tell. <laughs> so what does this mean? Like, what are you bringing to the world in your own unique way? Because it's something like I've never seen before. Okay, cool. So here's the deal is that when I grew up, uh, when I was a little kid, I always knew that I was different from everyone else. I And when I say different from everyone else, I don't mean that in an arrogant way. I just mean like there was the weirdness going on about me, like like weird energy, like super high level. And um, anyway, like I, I always knew that I was 
born to be out there to lead inspire motivate and change and I just had this like this big thing of like always wanting to make people smile that's my big thing right so I want to turn everyone's frowns upside down and I started a worldwide happiness project and it really flopped because the guy screwed me over that I was a business partnership with and I, I guess to be honest with you like kapow is a word that I just started saying and I just started saying it, kapow, kapow, kapow. And my very first ever Facebook advert, so um, for those of you that don't know me, my name is Liz Benny. Uh, my very first online project uh, was a business, was a company called Social Monkey Business, which by the way, I've just, I'm, I'm one day out from relaunching the whole project as Social Monkey Business 3.0. I'm super excited about that. Uh, been Congratulations. On that That's awesome. Thank you so much. Like I'm looking up at the members area right now and don't get dirty thoughts there, but the, the members area of Social Monkey Business there and it's just absolutely, uh, it's very, very exciting. But here's the thing is that my first ever advert for, for Social Monkey Business, for some crazy cool reason, I wrote kapow is the very first word in that advert. And um, like Ryan Dice has screenshotted that and, and written about this ad and why it works and all that sort of good stuff. Like there were other cool things at the ad as well, not just the word kapow, but Honestly, like kapow to me, it's it's a movement of happiness. It's a movement of energy. It's a movement of people being able to step into whoever the hell they are. It's a movement of authenticity because for me to finally become successful online, I actually had to freaking get out of my own BS mindset that I like all the BS that I was telling myself about my head, like who I am and how I can't have success because of who I am. Got rid of that. And kapow is just like, it's a word that, People say, like, people take pictures of stuff that say kapow and they send it to me on Facebook. And then there's even the kapow move now that people do. I'm like, whoa, this is cool. Yeah, it's sort of like it's sort of <laughs> like you got your own, like, karate move, but it's a kapow move. Is that the thing that you do at the start of your Facebook app that follows me across Facebook yeah, every I, day? Uh, you do this thing at the start. Is that yeah. what it is? Is that the kapow move? Yeah. Ah, that's it. That's hey, it. I see that pal- like three times a day. Hey, I swear I see it. There's a three new times one coming out. There's a new ad coming out. So, and guess what? I do it again. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> well, that's sort of your signature move. Well, yeah. I don't even, again, I, I think I, I haven't necessarily just gone, hmm, I need a signature move. Hmm, this would be cool. <laughs> I haven't done that. It's just gone. <laughs> It's just something like, here's the thing is that even in all of my training videos that I do in, in Social Monkey Business, which is up there on the, the dual screen, like so many people's programs are boring because they go, hello everyone, in this video I'm going to teach you about how to set up a Facebook page. I'm like, like really? That's kind of like every other podcast in the world which as well. Which is why this one is the best in the world. Would, would, can I get an amen? A woman. <laughs> a or an A woman, either way. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here's here's what a lot of people don't know about you. People who know your story and everything know this, but at one point not that long ago, and I want to get into this a little bit, you were living in very dire conditions. I think you may have even said that you were living in your car and there was a plant growing out of your car. All I remember is there was like some form of vegetation growing out of your automobile, and then next thing you know... In a super short period of time, like we're talking like 12 months or something like that, you'd made a million dollars from your first webinar and I think had really stepped into your own zone of genius, your own power, who you really are, and it just changed everything for you. Can you sort of give everybody the highlights of that journey? Because I think it's just, it's probably one of the most powerful entrepreneurial journey stories that I've heard. 
Wow, cool. So here's the thing is that um, there was so much going on in my life from a personal standpoint and it got to the point where you, you've heard the lead or gold thing, right? Like it's it's do or die, right? So I actually put it at like it was in my mind, like I was at that point where I had to finally be successful because I was over being unsuccessful, but that didn't make it easy. There was still cancer in the family. My beautiful wife, Christy, was in hospital with pneumonia. Like there were so many things that went wrong in that year. I had no home. The car that you're talking about, dude, we called it the beast. That's how (laughs) bad the car was, the beast. And it was the type of car, honestly. There have been so many earthquakes here in Christchurch, and that's part of the reason why I didn't have a home for a, a very long time. Eventually moved in. We had a house that had like literally like no bricks on it. And I'm saying literally as in literally, not like the way that Americans often use the word literally when it's not actually literal. I prefer that we don't bash Americans on this podcast. Obviously, that's like part of the terms and agreements of being on the show. Um, well, I, I sincerely apologize. But did you know? <laughs> did you not get the did term? You? I did actually read those anal retentive terms and conditions. Thank you for those. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sorry. I didn't. Do not bash Americans about the, the overuse of the word literally when that's not even literal didn't get that one anyway. yeah we'll need to add that in <laughs> anyway here's the thing I was hungry did I want to do exactly what I did first time round uh, in terms of creating social monkey business no to be honest with you but the incredible Russell Brunson was like that's the first thing for you to to do and he was like get rid of network marketing get rid of all these other things and I'm like oh yeah but I can do them all and he's like no just focus on that one I'm like okay cool dude and I didn't necessarily want to do it the first time around. And I I will be very honest to you and say that it was not easy. I'm taking like I'm talking months and months and months and months of getting up at 5 a.m., working through to 11 p.m., trying, struggling, like working this out, like understanding how, how my computer works, like little stupid things about like how to even film modules, all that sort of crazy stuff. And uh, honestly, dude, like, once it clicked and like $30,000 days started coming in, I'm like, this is craziness. Like this is, this this is absolute, (laughs) absolute craziness. And to get to the point where I am now, where honestly I do whatever I want. My house is a hundred percent freehold. I, I do not owe anything to anyone. The car, the, the car, I have zero debt. Whereas back then where I was, it was just dire straits. Income was going backwards because my social media management company, I couldn't take on any more clients to pay the bills, right? So I had to, my project had to work because time-wise I didn't have enough time to do it all. Dude, it just, it worked. It finally worked. And when it did work, it was like, Sometimes I I look back at the person who I was and I have physically changed. I have spiritually changed. I have emotionally changed. I've looked back over Social Monkey Business 1.0 and now I look at the third version of it now and I go, I don't even know the girl that did the first version. It's crazy. So as you know, as you know, uh, this show is called Just the Tips. And it's not only uh, to amuse us, although it does (laughs) greatly all of the time. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's it's uh it's also because we, we you know we want to give we want to give people who are listening something tangible you know that they could take they can implement in their world and in their life and I think you know your your super dramatic condensed journey from dire straits to what I think many people would consider you know ultimate success of having finances in place having a relationship that you're passionate about having, you know, your, your physical body and your health and your nutrition and all those things dialed in, you know, happened in such a short period of time. 
And obviously you had your back against the wall. And I think a lot of people have had their backs against the wall, especially those people, you know, started, started companies and run companies and all those things. But what, what are the key ingredients for you that helped you really just crack that whole nut wide open and, you know, expand to an entirely different level of success in all of those areas? I love that question. I love that question too. <laughs> I love you. I love you. I love the little snigger we get in the background every day. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't. I don't talk about this. Often. And what's strange? It's not even me. I don't know who that is. <laughs> Do you know what I keep imagining? Is the little the little guy in the Shrek movie? You know the little short guy. <laughs> That's a Whoa, did you not get the terms? No mention of short guy. <laughs> yeah, I don't think she read those terms, Jeez. Dean. This is outrageous. First, Do you know what? We've attacked Americans and picked on me for my five foot eight height. This is this is breaking every rule of just the tips right now. Yeah, we're going to have to get our attorneys on this. <laughs> you actually need to put both of those things. Anything that goes wrong in your podcasts now needs to be a line that you add to the bottom of your terms and conditions. <laughs> that would be a major problem because only a handful of episodes in that document would most likely be over 50 pages already with all the uh, te technical difficulties we've faced, you know, and all the other things. But that's a good one, Dean. I think there should be a general rule, no mention of Dean's height and stature. But we can mention his beauty and giggle. Absolutely. Those are, uh, yeah. those are oh, encouraged. Yeah. Uh, so if you'd like to take a moment to compliment Dean's glamorous beard... That would uh, that would be welcome and appreciated. Thank you. Appreciate that, James. Yours, yours is okay, too. It'll, it'll get there. <laughs> Dean, I'd like to compliment you for a moment. From the moment that I first met you, <laughs> my heart pounded. <laughs> I'm bled. <laughs> and I was... Yes. <laughs> Where did that music even come from? I don't know. It must be the little person in Dean's office who we're hearing that chuckle from. All right. So, so getting, okay. Uh, okay. getting, getting this charade back on track. What are the keys? What were the okay. keys? How, how did you do this? Right? How okay. can somebody? So let's imagine there's somebody right there now because I know there is. Yep. Who's you know shits hit the fan. They're wanting to grow their business. They see that as a path to a better, improved life. It's not everything. That financial success isn't everything, as we all know. But you managed to do this in such a short period of time and explode with kapow and happiness, right? How, how did you do it? Okay, cool. So there is a very, 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 very simple answer for this. And I've had a lot of people say to me, how did you do it, Liz? And very few of them actually listen to what I'm about to say, honestly. So if you actually genuinely want to like get some change from this, listen to what I'm about to say, because there are a lot of people who are very complacent and who want success, but who are not prepared to do the things that it takes in order to be successful. So let me kind of explain what I did in particular. The house I used to live in, I can't even express to you how bad it was. Now, if you guys know what crying windows are, they're basically where it's so damp inside that if it's cold outside, there's condensation on the window and there's so much, like you get a pool of water down the bottom of the window and then the mold starts to grow up from the bottom of the window. There was mold on the walls. 
I pulled something away from the wall one day because we had no storage. So my suitcase was actually up against the wall. I pulled it back and there was this massive green patch of mold on the wall. I'm like, that ain't good. My kids were projectile vomiting in the house. Everyone was sick. The house that we lived in honestly was going down a hill, right? It's, it was on an angle like you could walk in the house and like you, you knew whether you were walking uphill or downhill because you could feel the gravity. So it was not good. It was not a good situation. I felt absolutely dirt poor. But here's the thing is that I put blinders on, on the days when I was like, I'm working because I didn't need, and I didn't want to feel poor because you, you have to, you have to know where you're going. Right. But by the same token, what I do and, and my major point of being able to drive myself is that I always made it worse in my mind than it actually was. Or I made my future really bad if I didn't take action. So what I mean is that when we were living in the old house, I would imagine my beautiful wife, Christy, 10 years from then, I would imagine us poor. I would imagine our situation and I would go, okay, well, she's unhappy. I would imagine her having to wear thermals inside the house. I would have imagine her wearing puffer jackets inside the house, which is what we were doing right? So that just to keep warm, we were wearing puffer jackets inside the house, the heat pump that, or um, air conditioning unit or the heater that we had in the house. I'm talking there was no insulation. Like it's, it wasn't fun. So we basically had to insulate with clothes because it, it um, the house was so cold. So I imagined us all poor. I imagined the kids growing up, not being able to have experiences. I imagined what it would be like if I didn't change the situation. And I, I'm talking like it would have been that way had I not changed the situation. I also understood at that point in time that Christy, her mum was passing away with cancer and we were still trying to do the whole, like, honestly, we did our very, very, very best to, to help her through that. We didn't want her to go. So we did our very best. Like, honestly, when I was making it, everything in my life was breaking. Christy ended up in hospital. I thought I was going to lose her. Marge ended up in hospital over and over and over again. And we ended up losing her. And like, I'm talking it was bad and it drove me every single day because if I, I knew that if I didn't freaking change it, if I didn't change my behavior and if I didn't change something and find leverage, my future was going to look like crap. I knew who I was born to be. Therefore, I had to take the action of the person who I wanted to be and who I was born to be, not who I was at that time. Does that make sense? Totally. Yeah. So I made it, and the, the amazing Gary Vaynerchuk, if, um, if everyone knows Gary Vaynerchuk, like I heard him one day on a podcast talking about the fact that he wakes up in the morning, well, he imagines that someone has killed his wife or imagines that he's lost his wife or something along those lines. In that moment, he turns it around and goes, ah, but she's still alive. So in that moment, he's immediately grat grateful for what he has. So it's like the self-shock therapy. Yeah. So I, am, I always imagined I'm very stick-driven right? So I know that some people are carrot driven and some people are stick driven. I'm only carrot driven and I've worked this out about myself. I'm carrot driven with regards to self-integrity. So if I say it's going to be done by a certain date and a certain time, and if I make that public, it will be because it physically makes me sick if I don't get it done because integrity is so important to me. So self-integrity in terms of my drive towards the future and then stick driven like towards the, from, from the past. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally makes sense. And so this is where I wanted to get with this conversation, right? That people could actually understand, you know, how bleak that situation was. And and now like, let's turn that frown upside down, so to speak, 
so now, like, you know, you've made millions of dollars over the last several years uh, since this situation. And obviously, it's a stark contrast to, you know, wearing thermals in the house and, you know, having pools of condensation, literally, like even as an American, I know what that means. And so I can, you know, I can envision that Dean, you know, Dean's British where language came from. So he obviously understands, you know, so. <laughs> Thinkers that snigger again. <laughs> yeah, there's, the snigger. there's that little guy in Dean's office. <laughs> Sorry, dear. I should read the terms and agreements also. <laughs> so now explain what the business is now. You know, you have a course that teaches people how to create their own courses and you're unlocking potential inside of other other entrepreneurs and other people. And, you know, from what I've seen, this this course that you've got, the Kapow course, works for people. Kapow, Kapow. <laughs> I liked it. Do it again. Kapow, Kapow. Kapow, Ooh, I like it. <laughs> yes, that's right. The Kapow course. <laughs> so then the Kapow course is teaching people who either one, have no business and starting from sort of ground zero, or it's helping people who actually have something add an entirely new revenue stream to what they're doing. Like, can you tell everybody a little bit about what that's all about? Yeah, totally. So here's, here's what kind of happened from a, from a chronological standpoint is I hit it big with Social Monkey Business finally, right? It wasn't easy to, uh, to begin with. Hit a bit with social monkey business uh, and became like, woo, a pinup girl, like a million dollar success story. This is very, very fun. And it was awesome. And then what happened was everyone was like, but Liz, how did you do it? Like, how did you do it? And then James, I know that you and I are quite similar in terms of personalities and, um, and I'm slightly probably more anal retentive than you. And what I realized was that there was a way that I had put together my program because of all the, the changing, the moving parts and everything that... I became really frustrated with not being able to see the next step, the next step. Like I, I could see the overarching. I understood it. You sell, you know, a thousand courses uh, at a thousand dollars. Kaching! Like this is very fun. In fact, we have a we have a kaching button over here too. <laughs> yeah. You guys, you Love guys it. need these on your on your show. So yeah, uh, totally do. What the hell is happening, Dean? I feel like we're like naked on this show now without that. Well, I have three. Yeah. Maybe I'll press so them all for, for everyone at the same time. Ready? There we go. Lots of money now. Woohoo! So, um, <laughs> so we do have that. So, oh, just crap. in case anyone, oh, knows, yeah. we have that, that. was awesome. We it's do. Not as good that was though. okay. I think I might need to leave soon because that was quite scary. <laughs> <laughs> I think I crapped my pants. Anyway, so Kapow Course basically came about because everyone was like, how did you specifically do it, right? Because we know overarching, let's go create a course. And I saw Amy Porterfield be successful. So saw Lewis Howes be successful. And I was successful with Social Monkey Business, but then being able to teach people how exactly I did it, not just with this concept of go and create a course, because anyone, like there are so many people that go, yeah, I want to create a course, but then they get lost in how do you link this to this and what steps come next and how do you pre-launch your course? How do you make $10,000 or $20,000 without even like even creating any content? How do you then scale it up? How do you get those joint venture partners? How do you sustain it? How do you, how do you have a course that's actually a business that you can step away from and you're not at the whim of it every single day because life as a course creator, if you do it the wrong way, turns out to be turmoil and it's hell. So Kapow Course is literally, I put it together because so many people were asking, 
how do I do what you did, Liz? How do I fast track it? How do I get the success without all those tears that you had? Because I don't want yeah. anyone to have that experience. Yeah. Totally. And I think uh, you're, you're right about that. I feel like a lot of information out there is is useful in giving you, you know, okay, here's what you need to do. And so you're like, oh, okay, cool. And, and a lot of people get excited and, you know, they spend spend tons of money on programs and courses and training and learning how to, you know, how to do things, but they're really learning what to do and not necessarily how to do it. And so I love, you know, I, I totally resonate with your whole step by step by step thing, uh, which is, you know, frankly, what I wish I had when I got started. And I think it's, you know, if you really want the fast track to success, literally just follow in the footsteps of somebody who's done it. Right. Agreed. And you've Agreed. been gracious enough in this Kapow course to act to like literally see the use of that word, lay out step by step <laughs> what what people need to do to create, launch and profit, you know, off of their knowledge and their course and everything like that. And I think it's an absolute, you know, if, I, if, if it doesn't sound too uh, dramatic to say, I think it's a service to society what you're doing, because I don't think being broke serves anybody. I think, you know, entrepreneurs who are making an impact are the ones that change the world. And, uh, you know, another reason I was so excited to have you here today. Yay. Okay. So can I ask a question? I guess so. I don't know. This this is pretty risky at this stage. Just before you ask it, did you read the terms and you know what kind of questions you can and cannot <laughs> ask was, on this show? Uh, it said, do not mention the P word. And I said, I will not mention the P word. That's fine. Okay. That's reserved <laughs> for so, Dean, I have a question for you. I have I, I play a game uh, with a lot of my clients called Five Words. So five words for how you're feeling right now. Go. Five words. Ooh. Ooh. Captivated. Excited. Motivated. Stupid. <laughs> and hilarious. I love that. Right now. <laughs> I love that. So that, can I tell everyone? Is I'm like a river of emotion. <laughs> you can't stop this. Gene, can I keep going. Please. We want 105 words now. <laughs> I actually just listed the only five words I knew. <laughs> I still on my phone somewhere. I if for those for everyone that is listening right now, I had one of the most hilarious nights of my incredible life sitting in the back of a blimmin' Uber with <laughs> with Dean Holland. We should we should append this to the end of the podcast. This uh, I happened to record a conversation between Dean and everyone in the car. And it was fun. Would you like to tell everyone about that, Dean? No. <laughs> <laughs> I would have said no also. <laughs> but I think you could just give it away to, as a bonus for anybody that buys Kapow Okay, calls. well, we'll, we'll I, definitely I, do that. We'll definitely <laughs> do that. <laughs> the lost shenanigans. Yeah. yeah, it's like the last Mohicans, but the lost shenanigans. Right. It's perfect. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. The lost shenanigans of the Uber ride. That's good. You're actually really good at copy. I've been working on it, Liz. Yeah. Don't sound so surprised either. I don't know. I don't really appreciate the way she sounds so shocked about that, Dean. <laughs> I, I didn't James. know it was. I mean, not everyone can be full spectrum like me. Like, dude, I didn't know. By the way, everyone <laughs> was noticing that. Like, I was actually kidding. I'm not actually arrogant. I was just kidding. It's going to be hard for people to believe after you said something like that. I'm going to <laughs> let the listeners decide for themselves. <laughs> So, uh, so, so listen, Liz, I have nothing but, uh, you know, appreciation for, you know, for everything that you're doing and for you being here and how you show up in the world. I think it's fantastic. I love every time we get a chance to hang out. 
I want to give people something, you know, some way for them to get in touch with you or have a look at the Kapow course or, you know, whatever, whatever makes sense uh, for people to sort of step into the world of Liz Benny. Mind you guys, once you do this, Liz's retargeting ads on Facebook are like crazy glue. Like you will never be able to lose them. However, she'll always make you smile. So it's sort of a good thing that they're working that effectively. All right, that caveat aside. Yeah, I once actually went to one of Liz's websites and somebody actually about half an hour later walked through the door of my office <laughs> uh, and hand-delivered a printed version of the sales letter for one of her courses. <laughs> like, uh, that's it's, how I'm... It's unbelievable. Like, serious. I, I, I love assume, how my minions work. It's great. I assume that uh, you'll, you'll teach people about those online to offline sales methods at some stage in the later part of the Kapow course. So... If they want to find out about you and the Kapow course, where do they go to do that? You know, the easiest way, if they want to find out how to create their own online course, go through to kapowcourse.com. But if they want to know about me and the other things that I'm doing as well, just go through to lizbenny.com. And then from there, you can find out basically everything about me. It's a bit scary. It is scary. So fasten your seatbelts. All those links will be in the show notes so you guys can check it out. Dean, I feel like you have more to say. You're just endlessly giggling over there i i don't know like what 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 do you have for us i'm just excited i feel like we've just been slightly further indoctrinated into the world of liz benny it's like you walk up to a big door i imagine it's got like liz benny on the front of it in flashing lights you open it you walk through and it just slams shut behind you and you just see liz like welcome to my world (laughs) and that's it you are in captivated and grabbed from the moment there yeah, I, I love Liz. I love everything about can I, Liz. Can I tell you both something? I, I really want you to both know that I love you both so much. And what you're doing for the world with this show, you're you're bringing normality back to business. Instead of like this concept of business is hard and like people are getting lost in business. I just want to, I actually wanted to say to everyone here, make sure you follow these two guys. I have been in rooms with these guys where it has been endless giggles and I know that their hearts are in the right place by putting together a show here that is for entrepreneurs to make entrepreneurialism light and happy and fun and and being really, really real about it. So I I wanted to give you both a massive shout out. I love you both so very much. And thank you. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me here. I don't take it lightly that you've wanted to invite me here. So yeah, yeah, just thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, that's uh, that's very nice of you, Liz. You hear that, James? We got a fan. We have our first fan. (laughs) Well, no, that's not that's Yay. not fair to Mandy. I think Mandy claimed to be our first fan. So, Liz, uh, <laughs> you you and Mandy can battle it out. But I I appreciate that. Very kind words. We'll make sure you get your payment for that sponsorship promptly. Can I have that in U.S. dollars, please? Yes. Actually, we're going to be sending you extra sheep uh, back to New Zealand. We'll send you some American sheep. I've already got my twenty sheep, dude. Don't need them. Yeah, I know. I just, uh, my stats person, because I obviously have a real-time statistics person who helps me here with the show, uh, turns out we have an eight-to-one ratio here in the U.S., but I have generous, I'm generously donating mine back to you, so uh, be on the lookout. They're flying Air New Zealand. They're on, on the first flight out this Good. evening. Good. Air New Zealand okay. is good. That's perfect. As long as Absolutely. it's not a jester, that's perfect. It's great. Excellent. Sorry, well, <laughs> well, listen, uh, we're going to wrap this show up. Liz, thank you again for being here. Dean, do you have any any parting shots or you just uh, continue to uh, be captivated and I just need to plow forward with ending the show? I'm I'm just captivated. Kapow. kapow. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it for us today, you guys. Thank you so much for being here. This is James B. Friel signing off. 
with my great co-host, Dean Holland. We will talk to you guys next time. Thanks for tuning in to Just the Tips, where we believe business should be profitable and fun. For show notes, links, and other information on our guests, visit justthetipshow.com. For more information on how to connect with Dean Holland, visit deanholland.com. And if you'd like to get free from the day-to-day operations of your business while making more money, visit me at jamespfreel.com forward slash autopilot. Our theme music is Happy Happy Game Show by Kevin McLeod, licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 license.